TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It is another Saturday in CCL, and actually it's a brand new month, a brand new day, the 1st of July, and uh, time once again for CCL's Car Care Show. Denny Long here. If you're new to the show, thanks for joining us, checking us out. Let me introduce you to ASC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel, who runs a place, and a fun place it is, Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Nick, uh, good morning to you. Good morning, Denny. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. It's always fun. One of my favorite shows in the whole world here. Uh, And uh, a lot of folks feel the same way, and we're glad for that. Uh, Any kind of a car care question, again, I say it from time to time, you don't have to be a gearhead, you don't have to be any motorhead. Although we do have, uh, as you know, Nick, uh, folks in your business, technicians and mechanics such as yourself, that do listen to the show, and a lot of folks, too, that I'm surprised to this day and age can actually work on their own vehicles. That that takes some uh, special technique these days. But if you have any kind of a car care question, we always welcome yours. And the sooner the better, because Nick uh, takes his leave about 745 when Jack Farrell's wine chat begins. So any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you, either by phone or by text. And it's just one uh, one number that will uh, take care of either, 651-461-9226. Nick, an interesting uh, question that uh, came in this morning. Uh, I know we get questions about it from time to time about the newer vehicles that uh, that stop at stoplights, intersections, and then you know restart. This one is kind of a different twist on it. Uh, this uh, listener wants to know just how does it work? Question they say the car is a Volvo. It has the fuel saver feature programmed in. When all conditions are met and the car is stopped at perhaps an intersection. The engine stops to save fuel. Now, when I start the car, they say, normally I hear the starter sound. When the car is stopped at the intersection, it seems to spring to life instantly once I remove my foot from the brake and press the accelerator. No starter sound. What's happening? How does it seem to be starting in a different way? I'm not aware of that because my car doesn't have that, but maybe you can shed some light on that, Nick. Well, first off, the start-stop technology... Uh, it is good. You know, the, they, they've uh, realized over the years that most of the emissions that are emitted on a vehicle or at an idle, meaning at a stoplight, stop sign, waiting in traffic, at a standstill. So they've created the technology, not much different than a, like a golf uh, cart, is it is using the starter, actually. You stop the vehicle, the vehicle shuts off. When you let your foot up and you go to accelerate, 
it does spring back to life. It uses that starter instantly restarting the vehicle and you go on your way. So it is more wear and tear on the starter, but I think as a trade-off, uh, I think it's, it's reasonable. It's fair. We get better fuel economy. We get less emissions. Uh, it's, it's a technology that is more and more common in more vehicles. Um, and I like it. I, I think it's in the long run. I think it does a, it makes a difference. Um, you know, especially as we're waiting for electric cars to become more of a mainstay that this is another nice technology that helps us, uh, with the, with the environment and, and with fuel economy. So I like it. Yeah. And if you do a lot of, uh, you know, Metro type of driving, where there's a lot of stop and go, it probably does add up after a while of, uh, the savings. Uh, and again, we, we do get from time to time when that subject arises. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned it. Uh, is it harder on the starter? However, is that the trade-off? You know, it is, it's harder on the starter. A lot of times there's a secondary battery. So there's more, more components there, but you know, there's a trade-off with everything that we do here. And, you know, I, I feel that that technology probably a little bit, a long time coming. Um, there was a study and I don't remember the exact numbers, but there's a pretty significant amount of the tailpipe emissions they're at, at at an idle of a vehicle. So you're sitting stationary, the vehicle's running. That's when the largest amount of emissions is emitted from that engine because it's not very efficient at idle. The engine needs to be at a, a higher RPM for efficiencies and cleanliness, you know, for what's coming out of the byproduct. So I, I think that te- technology is great. Uh, I'm sure it'll become a mainstay and it'll be one of those things that will not remember not having it, you know, kind of like anti-lock brakes. You couldn't find a vehicle without it now. And it's one of those yeah. things that I'm glad that they, they created it and, uh, and it's, it's, it's become more and more common. All right. Uh, if you have a, uh, any kind of a car care question, you can call it in or text it in, as I said, 651-461-9226. Nick will be with us for about another 30 minutes, so don't wait. Let's grab a phone call this morning. Uh, Chuck calling in from, uh, I believe, Andover this morning. Chuck, what is your question for Nick? Uh, question about tire fitment. I have a GM product that's uh, got all-wheel drive running on 225. Uh, question about tire fitment. I have a GM product that's uh, got all-wheel drive running on 225, 65, 17 tires. And I'm wondering if I can replace uh, those tires with 245, 65, 17s. Um, either as a single tire or in pairs. I don't want to replace the whole set, but I don't have tires that are an exact fitment to what's on the vehicle. Well, the difficult thing there is when you go to change the size of the tire, the diameter, um, you really need to have all four tires the same height. Um, the width's important, too, especially when you're talking about suspension travel and turning radiuses. But the biggest issue is when you start to change the height, there's a lot of things going on within the vehicle. First off, the transmission, the axles, um, the braking systems are all assuming that the tires are, number one, equal, but they were the size that they were designed for. Now, having said that, uh, a lot of times that we'll find when we get uh, into the winter season, people switch out their summer for their winter tires and wheels. You'll notice that the Winter options are oftentimes a smaller wheel, and which allows for the tire itself to be a little bit taller in diameter, but the overall height is the same. So I, I, that's a little confusing, but what I'm trying to say is that the tire height is the same, so therefore the transmission, the braking systems, as the car was designed, operate as, as, as it should. The reason that they changed that 
is to give you a little more air, a little more cushion, which helps us with traction, potholes, uh, a lot of these other things that uh, affect our roads in, in the wintertime. So I would be very, very cautious um, about switching um, tire sizes without having done a bunch of research about diameters and sizes. And I definitely would not have one of one size and another of another. It just It's going to potentially create way more issues with the transmission, the axles, uh, the differentials, and you don't want to create a much more expensive, costly problem for yourself. Yeah, makes sense. All right, Nick, we need to take a quick break, invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. Any, any kind of a car care question, by all means, call us or text us, 651 461 9226. Right now, the Twin Cities do have a brand new temperature reading already at 72. We're going to be close to 90 degrees later today. And then Monday, we could hit 96. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 W. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome. This is July 1st, and we're in the midst of our car care show. Denning along here along with ASC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. And, uh, Nick, for those that don't know, maybe need some assistance from you guys, where, where are you located? Well, as you know very well, Denny, we're at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. That's right at the corner of Grand and Chatsworth. And uh, if you're going for a walk, swing by and say hi. If you ever have a question or need some advice, feel free to give us a call at uh, 651-228-1316. And then finally, if you're on your uh, at home on your computer or device, you need to check, you know, please check out our website at LloydsAutomotive.net, and that's L L O Y D S Automotive.net. I'll be doing that one of these days. Uh, my wife's uh, vehicle needs a little oil change, I think, so I'll be calling. That's what I, I heard. In the meantime, that's what I heard. Our good friend had mentioned that you were going to be in soon for uh, for oil change, so I look forward to seeing you. Well, uh, it's always fun, and I mean that. You you have a bunch, as you know, you guys are just, you have a bunch of great people, and it, it, it shows because they've been with you for so many years, you know, including you. Well, and so it's, it's, uh, the, the donuts don't hurt either, Denny. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Priming the pump, I guess. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, let's get back to work here. If you have any kind of a car care question, 651-461-9226. Yeah, it's always fun bringing the guys donuts. Um my wife's, this texter says, 2015 Chrysler 200C has a problem with no electricity to the visors, which affect, affects the garage door opener in the visor and light in the mirror. What could be causing this? We took it to our dealership, and they couldn't figure it out. What do, they think, what do you think they should go from there? Well, you know, the first thing we always want to check is make there's a power source, you know, so someone gets out the... You know, the trust your owner's manual, or get online, try to figure out which fuse is operating that uh, that component. See, make sure the fuse is good, make sure there's power there. My first thought is, you know, anytime something is not working, it, it involves something that's moving, whether it be a visor or sometimes people have complaints about with the windows in the door. And oftentimes the issue lies within that hinge place where, where that component or that part is moving. So with the visor, you know, we, if you're a, a big visor user and you like to flip it down when the sun's, you know, in your eyes or you're swinging out to kind of cover the side, the side window, you might find that those wires are in there, obviously, because, you know, it, it has to pivot, that maybe there's a problem within one of those. How would your mechanic or your dealer figure that out is 
They might have to partially take that apart or disassemble it to gain access to those wires. And then we're going to do a test that's a continuity test. Make sure we still have contact in those wires. So you go from a point before and a point after that pivoting spot and check to see if those wires still are connected. If they are, you know, then it's going to be the next layer. Maybe there's something with the switches and you just kind of, you know, critical thinking, start checking the boxes to figure out what's good, what's bad. Um, but my first guess would be something in that pivot area or that, that, that hinge where that uh, visor has been around. Oh, okay. Text or call 651-461-9226. Any kind of a car care question you might have, 651-461-9226. Another lights out question. Uh, it's 2015 Ford Explorer. The lights quit turning on automatically when it gets dark. The switch is on the correct setting. I had a Ford technician put in a new switch, and it still doesn't work. Uh, any ideas what we could try next? Well, I would, um, my, my first guess would be that oftentimes, yeah, I'm sitting in my truck actually, <laughs> uh, there's a sensor on the dash that's a photo sensor. It, it detects light. And when it sees that there's not enough light, it's going to switch that from uh, off to on or the auto setting. One thing that this listener texter can do is, um, if they're at home, get another person, find that sensor, take a, a rag or something, cover it up to make it dark, and see if um, that changes it. You know, maybe see the lights come on, and then maybe they can fiddle with the switch a little bit and try to do a little little uh, diagnosis of their own. And if they find they have a sequence that they can get it to operate, make a note of that. Take it back to the the guy forward and explain, hey, I tried doing this or that. And I got this change. Uh, but like I said, my, my assumption, something with that sensor that's reading or detecting the sunlight isn't working properly. So therefore that the switch isn't picking that up so it doesn't know to turn the lights on. Let's grab a phone call, Nick, from Paul, who's calling from St. Paul uh, this morning. Paul, thanks for calling. What's your question for Nick? Yes, I um, have a 2012 uh, GMC Sierra 1500 and it, it the, the the voltage gauge is fluctuating on me um, right now it's reading about I don't know 12 volts and um, it normally is above 14 just a little bit and that would be normal correct correct I'm uh... Once again, I'm sitting in my truck, which is a similar vehicle to yours, and uh, it's normally just about 14. I would tell you if I if that gauge is getting low, my experience and my guts can tell you that that alternator is not running at full capacity. Um, I would be cautious and careful not to get myself on a before having it tested, uh, getting myself stuck somewhere. So um, if you're Seeing that slowly deteriorating, I would eliminate some of the accessories that use electricity or use the, the power of the vehicle. Try to get, you know, I know it's the holiday weekend, it's going to be a tough, a tough task maybe, but find someone that can uh, put a meter on there and see what the actual output is. Make sure we don't have something funny with the gauge or the, the controls of that. So I would bet that the alternator is giving out on you. I would definitely take a meter or a voltmeter to check the actual voltage output. Uh, and if it is getting low, you need to get some help before your car stalls on you. Okay, very good. Tell you what, before we break for weather, let's uh, grab another phone call. Cindy 
calling in from Monticello, I believe, uh, this morning. Thanks, Cindy. What is your question, please? Well, thank you, and uh, hope everybody's having a good morning for taking my call. I have sure. a 2002 F-150, and my cruise control is not working. I wonder if it could be simply a fuse. You know, a- absolutely. Cruise controls are a little different because they need a lot of input to get them working uh, correctly. You know, the switches on the dash, they're taking input from the brake pedal even. So if it thinks that there's something with the brake braking system, it's not going to allow it to operate. So um, with most, most electrical um, issues, the first thing we're going to check our fuses. Let's make sure we even have power to that system or that circuit. Once we've checked that box, then we kind of go a little bit deeper and try to figure out what are the next easiest things to check. You know, the brake switch or the brake lights working. You know, it's another simple one that most people can do. And then as you get a little bit further in, um, you know, it might require a little different diagnosis. Uh, a later model vehicle, you can actually connect a diagnostic tool to the vehicle and read the rest of those. It might require a little different diagnosis. Uh, a later model vehicle, you can actually connect a diagnostic tool to the vehicle and read the rest of those inputs um, to the cruise control system or most systems to figure out what we're lacking. So for this this caller, I would say, quick, you know, get the owner's manual, get online, find that fuse, check the fuse. Um, and the easiest way to check it is take a known good one of the same amperage, you know, they're, they're color-coded, and swap them out, see if that makes a difference. The other thing that this caller can check also is make sure that the brake lights are working. Uh, if there's something wrong with that circuit, that's also not going to allow the uh, cruise control to operate. Okay. We have about another 10 minutes of the show to go after weather, so if you have any kind of a car care question, we'd love to hear from you. Don't wait. 651 461 9226. 651-461-9226. You can call it in or text it in. That's straight ahead after the weather. News Talk 830 WCCO. And welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We're here uh, every Saturday on the seven, right after the uh, seven o'clock news break. We get underway. Nick Stoffel. He, uh, you can find Nick hanging around a place called Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We'll get you that location and number, et cetera, in the, just a few minutes. We have a few minutes, and Nick, remaining in the show as usual. Let's grab a phone call uh, while we're at it. Virginia is calling in from uh, Edina this morning. Thanks for waiting, uh, Virginia. What's your question, please? Oh, thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm wondering why um, my car stalled at a traffic light. I had run it a short distance and then stopped and picked up something and went in and started it again and then got stuck in traffic at a light. And then it, I felt a kind of a bump, you know, like something, just a little bump or something. Nobody hit me, and then I tried to move, and my car wouldn't move. There was I had tried starting the engine, and it was flooded. Any ideas? Well, that's a, t- that's a tough one. I mean, I'll, I'll take a shot here. So I'm, I'm, we're driving along. We come to a stop. Uh, we feel kind of a, a hesitation, or as, as the caller described, as a bump. Um, and then it wouldn't restart like it was flooded. So I'm thinking that um, the, the components that keep the vehicle running, uh, there's obviously, I mentioned earlier, sensors. There's cam sensors, crank sensors, maybe something with a fuel pump. Um, you know, the, the bumping makes me think maybe it had a little bit of a misfire, so maybe we have an ignition coil. Um, but, you know, the best thing to do is, you know, get this vehicle in 
and we go back to the basics. You know, we check, we check for spark, we check for fuel, air, you know, with those, those types of things, the car can run. So something there, um, what, whether it be the fuel pump stop pumping fuel or the coil, which makes the spark start, stop creating spark, or one of the other sensors, like I said, a cam or crank sensor, and their job is to tell the computer system where the engine's at and what's going on so it knows how to operate the fuel pump in those coils. So a lot of times a fault will be in the component itself that makes it run, and a lot of times it's a, it's a sensor or switch that tells the computer what's going on so it knows how to operate it. So th this one's going to require going to your dealership or your shop, kind of tell them that same story. I was driving the vehicle. Here's what happened. A lot of times when you write that, or they write that down, that gives the mechanic technician a little more information to help them find that problem a little easier, a little quicker for you, which hopefully will save you some money. Yeah, that's more detective work uh, involved there. Yeah, thanks for the call, uh, Virginia. Um, good morning. This one, another, a lot of electrical uh, questions this morning. What causes, Texter says, the door alarm bell to ring when a person has their auto lights turned off on the vehicle? This is a 2023 Chevy Trailblazer. Is this a default setting, they're asking? That I wouldn't know. Um, and as always, Danny, we often refer to that owner's manual. Um, you know, I, I would, um, and it's new enough, you could probably contact a dealer and your salesperson might be able to help up with that too. But there's a, a a lot more settings for um, preferences. You know, some people want to lock the doors and have it beep. Some people want the lights to flash. You know, we we all have different settings that are our comfort creatures or creatures of habit or creatures of comfort, I should say. Um, so I, I would say look at the owner's manual. Check with the sales folks. Like I said, that, if it's 2023, that vehicle is quite new. And that setting, I'm thinking, is likely a, uh, you can change that setting to your, your preference. So, uh, that would be my my advice is owner's manual, co contact the salesperson, and hopefully you can get that operating the way you would like. Yeah, like you said, it's uh, it's uh, 2023, so it's new. Uh, they should be able to help you out at the dealership. And, again, it's amazing, and I've learned that even as, uh, you know, how many years I've had my car, what you can find in that owner's manual. I mean, I'm still learning stuff and probably will if I hang on to it. Uh, let's see. It, it is the Boy. first source for sure. You know, it, it would be the first thing yeah. I would uh, – reference when I'm trying to get to the bottom of a, a question. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's another question. How long does a typical fob battery last? Texter says, I have one that goes low uh, every two months like clockwork. You know, that's a good question. I wish I had a good answer, but we, we have people that come in with fobs um, and it seems like it's way more often than others. And, you know, we all, for the most part, have similar lives. You know, you're not using your car a hundred times more than I am. You know, maybe it's a few more times, but not significantly. And I, I don't know why some um, some remotes or some fobs seem to wear those batteries all quicker. Um, you can, you know, when you got your vehicle, probably had two fobs. Try the other one. It's often what we recommend people. Maybe make the one that seems to be using up the battery or spare. And oftentimes, too, you can see what brand that battery is. Maybe try a different brand. Um, but my, myself, I've had, had customers and struggled to find the correct answer to that. So my, my, one thing my advice is try to use your other fob as a primary. Use this as your secondary. 
and maybe try a different brand battery. The top of the battery, you'll see it'll be a brand on there. You know, get get get, get the other version of it. Maybe, maybe your Bob will like that better. Yeah, that would be worth a, a try to try a different uh, different brand of battery. Uh, Nick, we're just about out of time now. Uh, for those uh, folks, I know we have the holiday coming up. What's the schedule at Lloyd's going to be this coming week? Uh, we will be open Monday. It's it's hard to be closed for four days straight. You know, we have yeah. cars towed in on a nightly basis, and so we'll be there Monday, gone again Tuesday. Uh, trying to do the best to get everyone a little work life balance, but. Like I said, if we don't, uh, if we keep those doors closed too long, there will be, any, there'll be yeah, no room for any cars anywhere. So we got to keep, we got to keep that thing moving. But um, you know, real quick here, so if, I, if anyone ever has a question, please don't don't hesitate to give us a call six five one two two eight one three one six. And you know, if you're even on the weekend, walk by, check the building out. The pots are out front; and they're beautiful. Um, you know, Grand Avenue is. Uh, some new new places have opened up recently, and it's you know grab a bite to eat or a drink, and you know go for a stroll. And if you ever on your 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 phone or your computer, check out our website. It's at LloydsAutomotive.net. Absolutely. Or again, give us that phone number again. Six five one two two eight one three one six. Excellent. Happy Fourth to you and all your family and and all the the good crew you have there at Lloyd's Automotive. Let's do this again next Saturday. I would love to. All right, good deal. Thanks, Nick. Next awful from Lloyd's Automotive. Stay tuned next for Jack Farrell's Wine Chat here, and then get those lawn and garden questions ready for Julie Weisenhorn in the 8 o'clock hour. Straight ahead on News Talk 830 WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 